Icons, the Ali McBeal rewatch podcast where we rewatch every episode of Ali McBeal through 2019 eyes. I'm Laura J. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellen's having a, a fit of giggles because I couldn't say rewatch. Couldn't say rewatch until the fifth attempt. So, uh, oh my god. Yeah, sorry. But we're there. We're here. Yeah, we're, we're here, here for you. And we're ready. And we can say rewatch. Can we? I'm not sure. Um, so, what are we here to talk about today, Eleanor? Today, we're here for episode three of season two of Annie McBeal, and it's Fool's Night Out. Sounds like a typical Saturday to me. <laughs> Don't know about you, Eleanor. Yes. Fool's Night In is usually my. Uh, um, I don't know if you have this in your things to say, but um, Peter McNichol directed this episode. Oh no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's the. It's the first time he's directed oh, Annie McBeal, okay. and uh, yeah, he uh, he directed this episode. Oh. So I don't know if that changes how you feel about it. Oh well, we'll see. We'll have to go through <laughs> it. Okay, so uh, Falls Night Out first aired on the twenty eighth of September, nineteen ninety eight. We interrupt this program for Eleanor's cultural stuff. Brought to you by the nineties, the decade more problematic than it looks. Okay, so, I don't know if you're going to remember this song, because I don't remember this song, but the UK number one was Mel B yeah, and yeah. Missy Elliott. Yeah, I want I'm the M to the ELB, you know me, I'm the M to the <laughs> I got major flows from overseas. <laughs> I think wow. I want you back. Your love has made a deep impact. I know it might sound whack, but then I think I want you, want you back. It's such a jam. I listen to that actually quite a lot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. No, I was like, I want you back because that... Like a Jackson no, 5? No, 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 one, I'm surprised that by was, that. That was a UK That's number good. one. That was a UK number her. one. Yeah. US number one is still. I don't want to miss a thing. Well, I'll tell you what they were missing. <laughs> Mel B and Missy Elliott. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think it's in the charts for like four weeks, Aerosmith. Well, it's the US. It's been the last three episodes. Yeah, it's but weekly. The, the, um, the next episode is like in October. Oh, okay. Like fine. way into October. Okay, so yeah. there's some weird gap again. Yeah. Um, but second uh, of October '98. Yeah. Ants is released. <laughs> like <laughs> the way you said that, it was like someone went release the ants, and like all these ants. Like, <laughs> No. You mean the like the rip off of Bugs Life? Yeah, well they kind of came out at the same time. Yeah, didn't but they? they stole the idea from, and then there was it, a race to like who came out. First. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I know that happens in like Hollywood sometimes. Is that people will come up with very similar ideas yeah. and at the same time and make. Yeah, it was like a race to see that. who would get the Bugs movie out first. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
But we know that it, it wasn't just a coincidence. No, I don't think so. I think it was like an open... I think... I don't know. I'm speculating. Just but I'm pretty up. sure I read somewhere that they stole it and then Pixar were like, ah, shit, we've got to... Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, A Bug's Life is way better than Ants. I, I don't in my like either of them. Oh, okay. I don't think either of them were amazing. Okay. But anyway, uh, also... Damning on, critique for on, that. On, on the same day, uh, A Night at the Roxbury is also released. Ah, <laughs> yeah. And what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. I'm doing the dance on Night at the Roxbury. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, good. Because yeah. you... you uh, oh. It's where they're like dancing like yeah, this. With yeah, with their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir, yeah. <laughs> so, from where I'm standing, that would be a physical impossibility. And that's a quote from the movie. <laughs> that was, um, I mentioned that in the High Expectations episode that I did. Yes, you and did. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Night of the Rock Tree. It's such a fun I've movie. I've only seen it, it would have been that one time like I think not, you showed it to me back br- It's not like brilliant, but it's like this weird, like underground classic like, yeah, I think it's was... a bit of a cult classic yeah, now, isn't yeah. It? Will Ferrell yeah Chris Kattan who's the other Chris Kattan uh, they were, but it was an SNL cast basically right um, it was very good fun. yeah see I can only I vaguely remember it but only from uh, yeah yeah you, I think you showed me when you probably saw it yeah um, 29th of September 98 it is confirmed that a former Spandau Ballet guitarist and actor Martin Kemp is to join the cast of EastEnders. As ah, Steve! Yes. Steve Owen, <laughs> who ended up dying by being hit around the head with a marble ashtray by Saskia. Oh, yeah! yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good. That's right, right? She hit I think him so. and died. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I love Spandau Ballet. Who is Saskia? Saskia was like his girlfriend or something at the time. I don't think she was played by anyone, but he was like going out with Mel, as yeah. in Tamsin Alphabet, who's back in it now. Yeah. yeah. And then, was that after or before she was with Ian Beale? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I haven't watched EastEnders in years. No, neither have if I. If you do watch EastEnders and you want a good podcast to listen to, listen to EastEnders Weekly, who is a fellow Britpod scene member. Yeah, but... Um, but... Yeah. I haven't watched, but this was the era I was still watching. The last time I watched it, actually, was when they did their live episode and um, someone accidentally called, I think it was Ian Beale, the guy who plays Ian Beale, accidentally called the actress by her, like, real name, Uh, not the character character name. name. And because it was being broadcast live, it was like... They just had to go with it. (laughs) Yeah, it was really funny, yeah. Because her face was like... And then she's like, okay, I'm just going to... Who's, who's Philippa? Like, James yeah. Jane. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, it was funny. That's yeah. great. Okay, so yeah, that's all I have. Cool. 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 So, shall we... Uh, Let's dive on in. Get going. Get going. Yeah. Let's get going. Let's get um, going. So, we start this episode with Elaine is in the office and she's pressing the elevator. She's calling the elevator up. Um, and um, the door opens and Ling is there when the door opens and they have this weird like bitchy staring contest yeah um and then ling tries to get out and go past her but elaine's like blocking her and she has to like roll her eyes and go the other way and i've just like what the fuck is this because as we've mentioned in the last two episodes elaine has never struck me as someone who's particularly jealous no i think they're trying to make her do it to try and fit in with like 
Ali and George's example, but I'm just done with this Mean Girls bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, here. it's like the first uh, five seconds my, of this episode. Yeah, I'm like still. Yeah, like, I, I've got a note that just goes bored now. Our totally, evil Willow. Totally. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not. This is interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny. No, it's just it's like just shit. a lazy stereotype that you are beating to death. Uh, you're just laying it on so thick and I do remember that uh, I do remember when I first watched it the fact that when Nell and Ling turn up everyone's a bit like oh who are the new girls yeah but I don't remember like it going on for this long and like people hating like I can I, I think I remembered it more that they were just like it just took them a while to like fit in. Fit in. Yeah. But I don't remember them being actively hated in this way. Yeah. So it's interesting to revisit it now yeah. and be like, what the hell is this? Why was anyone watching and, this for fun? And I just, I, I'm just, I just don't get why Elaine is being allowed to get away with this behaviour towards a client. client. Yeah. Like it's, so weird. it's really, really strange. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, Ling's there to see Nell, and before Elaine can do anything to help her, not that she's, like, tripping over herself to do no. so, Nell arrives, um, and Ling is complaining about Elaine, saying, this woman drips with sarcasm at my personal expense. Yeah. And Nell says, Ling, one of the disadvantages of having magnetism is that you bring people out, people who would otherwise go unnoticed, and Elaine's face, like, falls, because she's yeah. been delivered a sick burn yeah. from Nell. Yeah. <laughs> and Nell continues and says, the fact that she could be so annoying is really a tribute to you. And Ling's like, hmm. And then, like, they get ushered off to Nell's office to talk. But Nell turns back to Elaine before she leaves, yeah. saying, I'm really sorry, she's just, you know. And Elaine's like, yes, and thank you for defending me so staunchly now, like, really sarcastically. Yeah. And I'm like, Elaine, what do you expect? Yeah, like, you're being, you started this. And good on Nell for, like, apologising and trying to say, like, I'm only doing it to make... The it client. The client. Yeah. You know, I don't actually mean because it. Because she's a client. Yeah. Like, and yeah. you've been a dick. Yeah, yeah, completely. I just was like, Nell has done nothing good wrong. here. Yeah. And tried to smooth things over with Elaine as well. Like, she didn't have she, to do she that. She could have just said that and walked and off walked with off. Ling. Exactly. Because but she's clearly still trying to be nice to everyone. Yeah, yeah. As she's only done since yeah. she's arrived. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't get it. It's, yeah, anyway. Anyway, um, so then um, Elaine kind of stares like really mad at her after she leaves and Georgia then comes out of the elevator and um, Elaine, uh, and they say hello and Georgia can tell that something's up and she's like, what's the matter? And Elaine's like, oh, nothing. It's just that bitchy little thing is back. And they look over and Richard is like showing Mel and Ling a book. Like, it's just a really <laughs> weird like... <laughs> You know when they look over to the other side of the office yeah. and there's like a, like a vignette of them yeah, doing something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, what is he He's showing like, them and why? Have you seen books? <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> and then jo- Georgia says who she's suing this time. So everyone's assuming she's here to like sue someone. Yeah. And Elaine says maybe her gynecologist pulled the wrong tooth. Oh, that's horrible. And then Georgia says, Elaine, that was vicious. And, I'm and like, Elaine smiles. Yeah. And it's just like, and like I say, my note in all of that was just bored. Bored. bored it's just really annoying. Yeah. I'm like, it's guys. It's really horrible. It's and so nasty. ugly. It makes them look so ugly. And it I does. like them as yeah. Up to this point, I've liked them as characters. Yeah, yeah, completely. More so than I'd say Ali or. Um, well, Ali. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like Billy or like, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they're the ones we've had more. Like I'd expect this sort of shitty behaviour from Ali. 
I wouldn't mm. expect it from Renee, Georgia, or Elaine, and they yeah. all seem to be contributing to it. In yeah, some way. yeah. No, I think it's really unpleasant, and I don't think. But I think you're supposed to side with them. I think you're. Well, I refuse. Yeah, I know, but I think I have lines, I and I'm not crossing this. I don't one. understand why else you would do that. Like, why would you make all your characters that you 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 know you so spent a unlikable. season well, yeah. spent yeah spent a season making you care and like about like these people and understand their motivations even when they do shooting yeah things. yeah whereas but this is this like is I just, don't get it yeah you're just making them look like petty and mean and nasty and for no reason yeah and it, it yeah it's... so it looks like we're in for another episode of this crap I know when is so... it gonna stop where will it end I know we could just stop doing the podcast <sighs> <laughs> and then it looks like she's seriously considering it whilst adjusting her bra <laughs> yes <laughs> um, um, but so yeah, yeah. it's the title sequence yeah and then it's like we could just stop it's it's an option <laughs> Um, we're not stopping, we're going no, we're we've, doing this scene. We've committed, we've committed. Um, so it's Boston, it's daytime, it's Cajun Fish after the titles, and Georgia is meeting with Richard and Ling to find out uh, what the what it, the issue is, why is Ling yeah. here. Um, and Georgia's mad. She's she's like, the scene opens with her going, You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> and Richard's like, What, you've handled cases on cosmetic surgery before? And and Georgia's like, Well, why why aren't you suing the doctor? And Ling is saying well, he went bankrupt, so I'm told the nurse comes from money. Yeah. And Georgia's going, Richard, this is ridiculous. And he's got all this like time. Yeah. Is it like a karaoke Yeah, it's like machine? a toy karaoke machine. But and it looks like, like it's made for children yeah, rather toy. than an actual. Yeah. yeah. It's not a professional. No. Not professional, but you know, like those ones you can get like, for like adult, adult parties. karaoke. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, if anyone's listening, I would love one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm a child's karaoke kind of embarrassed machine. I don't own one like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to it is it looks like a child, like one that you, it's a plastic yeah, one ca- like brightly coloured and like a little tiny mic for yeah. children and he's like blowing into the mic while all this is happening and being like testing um, and, um, and, and and at this point Richard um, <laughs> makes like a there's like a feedback noise that comes yeah. from the mic because he's going testing testing yeah. and Ling's like I don't understand the problem you should be happy to get my business I'm a plum Yeah. <laughs> and Georgia tells us what this is all about and why she's so mad you are suing a woman because her breasts are real and Ling says well when you say it in a tone like that of course it's going to sound silly and um, Georgia's just like no (laughs) Richard goes into the mic Georgia and Georgia goes no whenever we get some insane claim you saddle me up to lead the charge and then she goes to walk away and Richard like runs after her and like pulls her back by her shoulder Um, and Richard's like it'll be two depositions tops and then it will go away and at this point, Elaine, like, barges in and bashes, like, Ling happens to be yeah, standing by the door. Yeah, she accidentally sort of hits well, Ling with the door. Is, and, but and she seems very pleased that she's managed so to do pleased. that. So pleased. She's yeah. like, oh, great, I've managed to her. And Elaine says, Richard, um, the minister from your church is here. Um, and that um, minister is um, Mark, who we last saw in the Boy who? to the World episode. And he's was played... it Boy to the World? It was Boy to it the World. It was Boy to the World, yeah. Because yeah. that was when he had the storyline about Richard's uncle dying. Yes, alongside yes. Alongside the yes, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it's played by um, an actor called Harrison Page, who I don't think we mentioned last time, because he was just a one-off uh, character. No, but, um, but he's, he's back. now back. Yeah. He's back. And um, Ling, at this point, crosses over to the other side 
of the, the room because obviously she was in the firing line for the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so Elaine's saying, you were available. And Richard's like, Mark. And then Mark comes in, but it's a double door. So yeah. where Ling's moved to, he ends up accidentally batting again. Ling yeah. <laughs> with the other door. So she's literally getting like battered from both sides. <laughs> Um, and he's like, sorry to barge in. And he's like, that's all right. Um, and then he says to Georgia, Richard says, we'll get Billy to second chair, just do the deposition and then we'll settle. And then Georgia and Ling have been kind of dismissed because obviously he's on to seeing Mark now. Yes, yeah. Well, um, he says as he says to Ling, I'd, I'd promise satisfaction if you were capable of happiness. Go do a nail while I meet with my clergy. Shoo. Yeah, he says, shoo. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, Richard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Big sigh. And then the sighing all over the shop. Ugh, She's anyway. like the bridge of sighs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so then we have a new scene and Georgia and Billy are uh, entering the unisex. Um, and Georgia's complaining about Nell. She thinks that Ling is only here because of Nell. Um, she only gets priority because she's Nell's client. Yeah. And um, whenever Nell says that Ling needs something, we just drop everything. And that's not... And Billy's like, that's not fair. Yeah. And, and Georgia's like, not fair. We're suing a nurse for having natural breasts. Billy's like, if anything, it's Richard. And Georgia's like, no, it's Nell. And to be honest, I'm on Billy's side here. Because yeah. I'm like, it is Richard. Richard's the one that says whether we do cases or not. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not, Nell's yeah. not like some magical unicorn that's yeah. like influencing everyone. Well, I think this is what they've decided, the women have decided yeah. that she is. Yeah, like that's weaving her magic. Exactly, like, yeah. They're all under her spell. They're all under her feminine yeah. wiles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Billy says Georgia you don't have to like her okay but what has she done to deserve this kind of reaction I'm like why is Billy now the voice of reason I know what topsy turvy world are we living in I feel like the upside down emoji you know the face that's like upside down I'm like what's happening oh my god and um, (laughs) in the end Georgia just goes she showed up that's what and I'm like that's not a reason yeah exactly but then she goes okay I admit it I have a little mirror mirror on the wall complex and Billy's like mirror mirror on the wall (laughs) and she says I know it sounds stupid but all my life I've been the fairest one of them all and I'm like you've got a really big opinion of yourself I know I'm like and I don't believe that of Georgia exactly this is my note of this whole conversation I was just like I feel like this whole scene is so out of character for Georgia. Yeah. Like, she has never come across as this conceited. I mean, don't get me wrong, she's hot. Like, yeah, and I'm sure and she feels attractive in and of herself, yeah, but she's but always come across as secure enough to be like. To be like, I don't care what other people look because like. Because she's actually. Like. But she's actually experienced negative side effects for being like the, the attractive, the attractive yeah. woman. Yeah. Like, so Barbie, uh, like you would have exactly as, as Barbie, and it's like, well, this goes completely against what she was saying before. So I don't, I don't. This quite, is really weird writing. Yeah, like it just doesn't fit for me. It really doesn't. Yeah. But anyway, she's basically yeah. saying that uh, Nell threatens her fairest of them all thing yeah um and i'm not the best lawyer here but i've always felt like the fairest one and then she says i'm not proud of saying that but then she arrived and then there's like a flush oh my god (laughs) this bit i screamed i was like ah because it's so like to be that i mean you can admit horrible things about yourself to your partner but be mortified if anyone overheard it and of course i was like ah 
and Georgia and Billy like turn around like what the fuck and there's like this really dramatic music on the score and then it's Ali that comes out like laughing of all the people I know and she's got this really funny smile on her face she's like hey guys (laughs) and the thing is they checked the stools didn't they as they were having that conversation and Georgia's like you had your legs up and she's like no I didn't and she's like I checked and she said well maybe they just flew up your mirror dropped me from second to third and my legs reacted <laughs> <laughs> and then Georgia tries to like play it cool being like actually I knew you were there and she's know. like did you how could you tell my asparagus diet and I'm like Ugh. Yeah. but that's when Billy's like alright he's like I can't possibly think about women doing disgusting things like peeing <laughs> and then Ali goes quiet fairest one of them all <laughs> like, and she actually sounds genuinely annoyed yeah. and, it, and it just which is wild because it's that thing of like <laughs> but what Georgia's just said is so stupid, stupid. yeah exactly. like it should just be funny to you you shouldn't be getting annoyed that she thought herself more attractive than you yeah like. and Georgia goes I wasn't including you and at this point Elaine enters the room but she sees them arguing and she sort of hangs back so that they don't notice her so she can listen yeah um, and Ali's like oh really why didn't you include me and she's like because you exist in your own universe I was referring to the one that the rest of us live in <laughs> and Billy's like alright and then Elaine goes okay Hey, tell me what I've missed. <laughs> and Ali just kind of sniggers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was just like, this has come out of nowhere, nowhere for Georgia. I don't, yes. I don't, again, really odd was like writing. on holiday. No, he's credited. Like, no, as, as in, a... he was on holiday and he was just like phoning it in. Like, oh, right. I've forgotten, like, <laughs> I'll just make up some shit and put Georgia's yeah, name like, on Yeah, like, you know, all women feel this way, don't they? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, it's weird. Very strange. Anyway, next scene, we're back with Mark in Richard's office. Um, the reverend and he's he's saying to Richard he's got himself into a situation and he doesn't know how to handle it and and Richard's like well what kind of situation <laughs> and then Mark gets up and he like leans over Richard's desk but it's where the karaoke <laughs> mic is and he just goes I've been in a relationship and it like booms through the mic <laughs> which is really funny and then Richard turns the mic off because he's like oh sorry yeah. uh, and he goes uh, is she married? And he's like, no. Guy? And he's like, no. Sheep? And he's, he's like, like, well, you can tell me. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, she's the music supervisor of our choir, and she also sings in the choir. She's the one you prevailed upon to sing that short people song. And I'm like, ah, you mean Jennifer Holiday, yes. singer extraordinaire? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she plays a character called Lisa here. So yeah. Richard's like, oh, yeah, I know who she is, Lisa. Yeah. Um, and Richard, and then he goes, how was she? I bet she was. And I'm like, no. no and Mark's oh. like Richard please yeah. like, Richard please <laughs> that should be the title of this episode <laughs> Richard please <laughs> um, he says obviously we weren't married and I'm the minister the minister and somebody from the church it doesn't exactly make me an altar boy does it and then Richard says if you were an altar boy you'd be with the priest oh my god <sighs> and this is kidding bygones what's the big deal consenting adults even unmarried and Mark says I really would appreciate you letting me just finish what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> um, he says the relationship ended two months ago. It was very painful for her. And since then, the song she's been singing for the services, well, I feel like they're directed at me. And he's like, well, what kind of songs? Richard says. Um, and Mark says, well, first they were obscure little hymns about loss of love and broken hearts. But lately she's been doing pop. 
And Richard says, well, what does the congregation think? And he's like, well, I don't think they know what's going on. She's not that obvious. And she's a great performer. So it's probably going over better than my sermons. And Richard's like, well, what's the problem then? And Mark says, well, the problem is it's my church. It's a church. I'm afraid to fire her or even demote her. After our relationship, it may seem retaliatory. And yet I can't let her keep singing these songs. And I'm a bit like, why not? Like, yeah, because to me, I'm like, it's not, it's entirely, not a sackable offence. It's not entirely clear to me whether he wants them to stop because they aren't appropriate for church or he wants them to stop because he feels like they're aimed at him or both. Yeah. Like, what what is... Is it because they're pop? Is it, not, yeah, or is hymns? it because they're not hymns or because they're not fitting in with maybe what he's talking the about nature his in his... Yeah, what, what you know, they're not they're relevant. Aligned. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not, it's not entirely clear. And he it's like, clear. Why, but to be fair, Richard kept interrupting him, so I suppose that yeah, was cool. But it's like, uh, well, you don't have to fire or demote her. Just talk Tell to her. her. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. The, there's another option here. <laughs> like, well, all I can do is fire her. And, but I'm afraid she might get funny if I fire her. Like, <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> so, Dumbass. Uh, so anyway. then we're in the conference room. Ling, Billy, and Georgia are having their deposition um, with the um, nurse in yes. question and her lawyer. And then there's like a secretary type of notes. What but they're like, um, ugh, I wrote it down. The scribe. Scribe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I just put notes, lady. Notes, <laughs> lady. <laughs> Um, we need a notes lady. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be a notes la- lady. It just so happens that she is a lady. Who does point. the notes? <laughs> yeah, a notes man would also be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, why? <laughs> Ling is explaining um, what the hell's going on here. So basically, yeah. she um, knew that her sister wanted nicer breasts because she didn't like hers. They, she thought they were small and unshapely. So she decided to get her implants, implants for, Christmas. for Christmas. Because she's really hard to shop for. She's got everything. So yeah. she's like, this would be the perfect thing. And she went to Dr. Noffel, because he'd been recommended. Is it Noffel or Noffle? Noffel, they say. Is it Noffel? Yeah. Dr. Noffel. They said Noffel. I just thought Noffle. It's like Nestle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Toulouse Nestle. <laughs> Nestle Toll House. <laughs> Nostly. Yeah. Nof- um, but what the hell is happening? Right. <laughs> it's a stupid name. Nofly Noffle. The Noffly Versatile. <laughs> Stop noffling on. <laughs> it's a nice word, I like it. Noffle. Right. It's like quaffle. Name your firstborn. <laughs> Noffle. <laughs> Um, so yeah, she decided to go. <laughs> she decided to go to Dr. Noffle. Yeah, because, because he'd been recommended. Yeah. yeah, and she said that she discussed with him the importance of them feeling natural. Um, she was like, scars make my sister vasovagal. Okay. He says, like, let me show you some of my work. And he this nurse, nurse comes in yeah. and she <laughs> lingos, yeah. she unveils, she's full, soft, without a hint of a blemish. And Billy at this point is like, 
Mm. <laughs> and then Lisa's perfing on her. I mean, well, yeah. Um, I uh, then she says, I al- I almost signed up, and my breasts are beyond reproach. <laughs> and, that, and that, like, the scribe woman is like stopped and is like staring at Ling, and Ling's like, shouldn't you be typing? <laughs> yeah, I laughed. At that. Um, but yeah, the the lawyer, the nurse's lawyer, is saying you're claiming that you paid for your sister's operation, and Ling says, yes, based on the nurse's full soft implants. And what does my sister get? These hard little petrified lumps. She jumps rope. They don't even move. The scars? My uncle slit his wrists with morphine. <laughs> and then I find out she doesn't have implants at all. Hers are real, the total fraud. Um, and the lawyer makes the good point, which is, well, why haven't you just sued the plastic surgeon? And at this point, while he's saying this, Ling is just eyeing the typist. Like, <laughs> and Ling says, he's an empty pocket in another jurisdiction and she's collectible. And then she bangs on the table and everyone's shocked <laughs> yeah. and she says, type! <laughs> like everyone jumps, yeah. The the uh, the notes lady is just like oh! <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just goes back to typing. And then the uh, the lawyer is like, alright then. <laughs> I'm a bit nervously. <laughs> Um, so then we're in church, um, and Mark is giving his sermon, so it's obviously a service that's happening, and mm. Ali and Richard are in a pew, um, so they've clearly gone to, I guess, witness what this thing is that he's worried about. Yes, yeah. Um, so Mark is doing his, um, sermon, sermon um, and Ali is saying to Richard, why did you have to bring me? And I was like, good question, and, and Richard's like, because we're in a church. Then suddenly, R- Renee, Renee is, is there, there, like, um, the camera pans, and we see Renee's on the other side of Ali, and I'm like... Renee's saying the question we're all wondering why am I here (laughs) and Ali says you're here because I dragged you and the lady behind them in the congregation is like shh and Renee's like don't shush me yeah Um, and so uh, yeah yeah. so then we continue with like um, the the sermon and then Richard at one point says this could get windy yeah and I was like what the fuck does that mean I don't know. I think he means like stormy, like it could it's get, get like controversial. I'm I don't like, know. What? Well, because at that point, Mark's saying all we we've all heard the saying that all it takes for evil to succeed is for good men to do nothing. I don't know if that. This I could don't get know. Windy. I'm know. like, what? It like, might be slang for something that we're not aware of in I America. Don't, I don't understand. Okay. Anyway. But anyway, Mark says, and now we have a hymn. Um, go ahead. Blah blah blah. And Lisa starts um singing so tired, tired of Being Alone being by Al Green. So yes, as demonstrated by Eleanor. Yeah, not as well as Jennifer Holliday, unfortunately. Uh, Um, And um, she's doing it really amazingly, like it's lovely. Um, And um, Mark kind of looks at Richard like, See what I mean? (laughs) Richard kind of nods like, yeah, I get it. Renee is like loving it. Yes. She's like, she's a brilliant singer and Renee always appreciates uh, a good singer. Um, And Richard, uh, sorry. sorry. And then Richard says, um, well, I wouldn't exactly call this a, this wouldn't exactly constitute a hymn, would it? And Ali's like, it's an anthem. And she's really excited. (laughs) And Richard just looks at her and and Ali's like, I like it. And Renee's like, she's singing to you. And Ali's like, and you. And Renee's like, you got that. (laughs) um, But yeah, but like, Lisa then kicks into a key change. (laughs) 
and people are like getting up to dance. Renee gets up to cut a goddamn rug. Yeah. Ali follows. Um, and you know, Mark is like shaking his head, like on the on the pulpit. Yeah. As Lisa kind of holds her big nose, like at the end, Mark's like, "Mm, no. Yeah. No, no. Um, and then it goes into like the gospel section where it's like, I'm tired of being the Lord, I'm tired of being the Lord, or whatever they do. <laughs> um, and Renee and Ali kind of go nuts for it, and yeah. then even then, Richard gets up and it's just so good there's yeah. all these big black women in the aisles like yeah, going yeah, up yeah. like hallelujah it's just brilliant and then at the end and Richard like, goes feels religious to me it's true yeah. like, what's the problem I don't, I don't think I mean the only thing I would um, say if I was like an attendant at that church is just like well yeah like I would prefer it if the songs were more in keeping with the nature of the sermon. But you could interpret... I mean, clearly, the, the entire congregation is up and dancing and loving Oh, it. yeah, but because and, it's fantastic. But I think also you can interpret that song, certainly, as being, I'm tired of being alone, but then you've got God. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think all songs can be interpreted to mean something to you. Yeah, beyond. yeah, completely. I just, I mean, I... Uh, I it's like... Unless there's a rule I don't know about, which there may well be about. I don't know, but I think in church. I, I think, uh, may I think in some churches that is the case. Yeah. Like, well, uh, I'm not sure but I church. don't know whether that would be the case because surely. I mean, uh, surely he would have led with that when he well, came in, uh, and also like the congregation would be like, oh, this is like they would be yeah. reacting a bit like, oh, this is new or yeah. weird or like, yeah. but they don't. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah, I it's. I think it's a bit quibbly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I but anyway, know. it was a great performance and we're all very oh, happy yeah, that definitely. we got to witness it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we're back in Cajun Fish and we see um, Richard and Mark talking uh, by bookcase. Mm. <laughs> um, and, and Richard's basically giving his opinion on what he saw. He's saying, I think it'll be really tough to fire her because the people in that church enjoyed it. Yes, yeah, so why are you going straight to fire? Yeah. Well, this is really well, odd. That's because that's what Mark came in and asked for. Um, but um, Mark's like, but clearly this is not right. And I'm like, what about it? It's not yeah, right. You're not specifying. Not. It must be the him thing, surely. Anyway, um, Richard says, even so you slept with her, Mark, um, she can... Um, Ram the sexual harassment yeah, card right, right up your, your colon. Yeah. And Mark's like, but I haven't done anything. Um, and Richard yeah. goes, you're a man, you're breathing under Title Seven. you're liable. And then Richard walks over to the other side of the room and that's when we see we're actually in John's office and John is there oh, yes. at his desk yes. with a tiny little water feature. Yeah, he does, isn't he? <laughs> desk water feature, I um, like it. Yes. And Richard's saying, the thing is, the song last night wasn't overtly directed at you. And yeah. Mark's like, so I let her keep doing this. And John says, you need to mediate. We need someone who speaks the language of loneliness. And then, of course, to Ali. who is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Richard's asking Ali in her office um, if she'll do it. And, and, and Richard says, it's because we think you can tap into her despair. <laughs> Um, and yeah, uh, basically, yeah, he says insulting things, and Ali's like, "Thank you, Richard. I live to help others." Cope. Yeah, um, and she kind of leans her head against the, the bookcase. Um, so then we're in the, the conference room deposition, and the nurse is being questioned. Yeah, um, 
and Billy's asking her um, if she knew Dr. Noffle was using her as an example of his work. And mm. the nurse says, well, I didn't at first. Um, I was told that the patients wanted breasts similar to mine. I used to be a model. And at that point, the lawyer kind of interrupts her, um, like coughs as if to say, don't. Yeah, go into that. Yeah, um, and she, then she sort of so she restarts and says, "Doctor Noffle wasn't being completely honest with me either." Yeah, and um, you know, eventually it became apparent that he was representing me as someone he'd done work on, but I didn't know for sure in this case uh, whether that was happening. But it would be a lie to say that I didn't suspect. And then she was, says to her lawyer, "Should I lie?" And the lawyer's like, "Probably not." <laughs> yeah, and she says, "I knew he had passed my breasts off as implants with other patients, and I'm not shocked to learn that he did so here." Um, so the, the her lawyer takes his glasses off. Yeah, he Billy, looks a bit annoyed. Yeah, Billy looks at Georgia and kind of nods, and she nods yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say, yeah. yeah, I don't think her story holds any water. Okay. I, I don't believe you can be... Uh, uh, I think she's either lying or she's... I think she's lying to say that she didn't know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. I really don't... How could you not know by the conversation? Because... Unless, unless you go in and like take your top off and no one says anything, no one has any conversation in front of you. Right, got yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's the only way you wouldn't know. Yeah, is if the doctor just didn't speak. Yeah, about. Uh, uh, what, uh, but, well, I can but, imagine the, if you just went in and said um, to the doctor. There's potential. It's a it's a long shot, but it's a potential where the doctor was like. Can you come in, nurse? Because we don't know her name yet. Miss Silverman. Oh, Miss Silverman, yeah. yeah. Um, can you come in, Miss Silverman? Um, this patient is interested in breasts like yours. And then you walk in and they just talk about, oh, yeah, I like that. I like the way that nipple looks or whatever. And you don't mention anything specifically about but her scarring would, or anything but, like that. But, that but you would think a patient would. A patient would be like, wow, hardly any... Like, I can't see any scarring. Yeah, but there's, like, a, there's a... You... It's highly likely that, yes, that's the case, you know but it I mean? is possible that they didn't mention any of that until the nurse was out of the room. I, 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 but I, I find, find that tenuous. a really, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, highly improbable to yeah. the point where I'm like, I don't believe you. Yeah. I don't believe what you're yeah. saying. I think you're lying yeah. to try and cover your own ass. Yes. Well, um, I mean, I don't think she should be a sued. It's not her that did the oh, operation. Oh, I do. I think I, it's not her that did the operation, but if we go... It's not her that really lied either. It was him that was passing her off. But she's complicit in it, is what I'm saying. Yeah. She's complicit in fraud. Yeah. And therefore she is liable. Well... I, do, I don't think... I, I don't think, think she's wholly liable. It's I think though, I think the doctor is... I wonder, because she was doing it in the... In the... I don't know how employment law or anything like that works, but um, it's like... If you think about the, all the people that did shit things and fraudulent things as part of the financial crash. Yeah. None of them were liable because they were acting on behalf of the company. Yes. So I don't know if that applies here. I don't know. So really it's the company that is liable, yeah. not her. Yeah, yeah. But I think, I don't, I don't know that that's fair. Like, whether no, that's justice. I, I, I don't think it is fair, because I think... And I don't know anything about no one American went to prison. employment law. No one went to prison for the financial yeah. crisis, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that that is justice, to be like, if you're... Uh, you know you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Because, you, you, you know, like, it's that typical how 
the Holocaust was allowed to happen, yeah. I was just following orders. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's not why, an excuse. That's kind of a bit why corporate law exists. Because you're, it, it, to have the company be liable as opposed to individuals who may not necessarily feel like they can say no to stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think if I, I think in this case, she's some. The reason Ling is going after her is because she comes from money. Yeah, like she has money. Yeah. So it's not a case of she needed this job. No, she knew she. Uh, I think she from her story. I don't buy it. So therefore, I think she's more than likely lying, and therefore she is complicit in a fraud that she didn't have to be complicit in. Yeah, it's not like she was a nurse that was like living paycheck to paycheck. No, I know who, who needed this job, but I who think did it. Be, who did it because you can't she, apply you know the law I mean? on a, like that on a case by case basis. I think why not? The reason, because isn't that the point of trials? Is to look at things at a case by case basis. Well, I, what I, no, but what I mean is, you're either saying that employees are individually liable for the acts they commit as part of an, an organization, or the organisation is liable. You can't have like, oh, but this guy's rich, so he can just be individually liable. But I think it... Because it, you've still got the same... The, the problem is, is when you are an employee, regardless of whether you need the job or not, you may just want the job. Like, you shouldn't be precluded from having to work yeah. there. And, so, and the problem is, is you're not... It's not as easy as you acting just as an individual in your personal life when you're under duress, you can more easily take autonomous decisions and be like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. When you're in a job, yeah. it's harder to do that because there's all there's lots of different influences stopping you. So yeah. you don't want to lose your job. You um, Or this is a stepping stone. Exactly. To something like else. and and I don't think I actually don't think just because you happen to be rich, so don't need the money, is not a good reason to not have that protection. Yeah. I guess. I just feel like... Uh, uh, I'm not saying she's not lying. I'm just saying I'm not yeah, sure whether she should be liable. I, yeah, I guess so. I guess. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> I think we kind of went into retrial yeah, a little bit there. Sorry. That's all right. It means we'll be shorter later. But yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, the next scene um, after Billy and Georgia have kind of gone, huh, there's something here. They're meeting on their own with the nurse's lawyer, Miss, Miss Silverman's lawyer. Um, and Georgia's saying, we've got a case. And the, the lawyer's like, oh, come on. And she's like, it's misrepresentation yeah. of sale of goods. And the lawyer's like, well, my the problem is my client isn't the merchant. And she's saying, George is saying what you're saying, which is she was part of the fraud. Yeah. Um, and he's like, even if you establish a duty, your client's sister got breasts that resemble Miss Silverman's. So, and Billy's like, wait a minute, you've seen them? <laughs> and he's like, well, I've seen pictures. And George is like, pictures? Pictures don't tell you how they feel or whether they move naturally. And the lawyer's like, Ugh. that might be out of line, but is it possible that Ms. Wu would err to the litigious side? Why don't we just... And then he goes, why don't we just take a look for ourselves? That way, at least we'll be able to give our client informed advice. And, and George, George is like, like don't be ridiculous. Like, scoffing. Shaking her head. Yeah. But Billy, like, gets up like, that's a good idea. Like, he, he like, bullets are just guns yeah, Do you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> jumps out of his chair for this. He's like, yeah. I have been waiting my 
Yeah, I know. It's, it's and he's like, before Georgia can even blink, they've already arranged like this afternoon here, three o'clock. She's like, excuse me, and they completely blank her. Yeah, like they're massively rude. Like, and she's like just looking incredulous from side to side as they like arrange this within yeah. about ten seconds. He's just because the lawyer's like this afternoon, and Billy's like right here. Three. And the lawyer's at three, and he's like, see you then. And he just goes, great, great. And George like looks at him, and Billy's like, what? And she's like, let's look. I just when he goes, what? I'm like, you know what, Billy? <laughs> like, you it's know. Ridiculous. Oh. And I just like, um, I think. And then Billy's like, it was his idea. And it's just like, and, and Georgia goes, and you didn't put up a fight. Yeah. Great, three, do it here. Yeah, exactly. And I think. Um, and then she goes, like, you are bringing in two women to compare there. And Billy goes, it's evidence. And it's like, yeah, and you couldn't look more fucking delighted about this. I know. I, I, I just. It's so gross. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and, and yeah, Georgia's like, evidence, great, let's do a taste test while we're at it. And, and it's just so hypocritical. He's so hypocritical, given everything he did with Georgia last year, when she even so much as, like, noticed that there was another man in the room. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know. He's but also, Georgia's absolutely right. Like, this is so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. Like, for lawyers to be doing this comparison, if, if they want a comparison... They get qualified cosmetic surgeons to yes, take a look at exactly. this. And and, and see, of see the how well that the people involved are happy yeah. with. And and not just two random randy lawyers like yeah, exactly. rubbing their legs. It, it, because that's what like that's what it is. It's like literally we're men, so we're qualified to look at breasts. Exactly. And it's like, no, you're fucking no, not. You're not. You don't you don't even know what you don't know about breasts. Yes. Like it's just I've got this a bit later when they actually do look at them, but I'm like, what the hell makes them the people that are qualified, qualified to, to say to decide whether this is right or not? Yeah, like, to say whether this is a good job or not. I know. Like, you're gross anyway. Just like, we're men. We know breasts. Yeah, we're, sure. we're experts. That's enough. It's just like, no, you're not. <laughs> but then Billy does, it's even worse, because he like turns it back around on Georgia and says, is this about Nell? Oh. And Georgia's like, it's got nothing to do with Nell. And then Nell, Nell comes up. up. And then Georgia <laughs> goes, although I have no doubt that her breasts are perfect. And then Georgia turns around and walks into her and says, and of course you would be standing there because that's the way things work around here. Go pick a stool and hoist your legs. You'll learn all about her. <laughs> and she like walks off and Nell's like, okay, it's going well. <laughs> and Billy like puts his thumb up. It's like, yeah, I'm getting to see boobs. It's all good with me. Like, it's just horrible. I just, uh, but I also love the way Nell reacts. Like she could be, like if she had thinner skin yeah. I would have left by now do yeah. you know what I mean yeah. I'd be like oh, I yeah. can't handle this hostility but yeah. she's just like roll, water off a duck's back she's yeah. like I don't care about you she's bitches really not like, laying it. Yeah, yeah. so she now <laughs> now walks away from like Billy's yeah. office and then she bumps into John um, and he kind of drops a bunch of papers doesn't and they, he like they, knock him into like a mail, mail trolley yeah. or something. <laughs> he falls like over a mail trolley um, and, um, and she's like oh my god John and he's like oh Nell and the mail trolley's kind of stuck in between them um, and, and, jo and John's like, well, how's your day going? Um, and Nell's like, how's my day going? Like, oh, yeah. what, what small talk? And then she just goes, cuts to the tape. She's like, can I ask you something? And John's like, your questions make me fraught. <laughs> and Nell, like, pushes the trolley she between them to oh, one no. side. It's and, like, such a power move. <laughs> and she just says, are we ever going to go out? And I don't mean downstairs to the dance floor. I mean, out. And John's like, ah. 
And he says, Cuomo. She's like, I know we work together. It's probably a terrible idea. You're a partner. I'm an associate. I'd have that whole inequality thing to hurdle. But if you're drawn to me, I do think you're cute. And, and then you have And John like, just goes, boom, 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 boom. And it's like chest. You see a gif moment of his chest, like, yeah. thumping out of his, like, And also, like, now is like, tapping a file to, like, yeah. beat with her. Yeah. And then, and then they stop. And then she goes, I don't mean to pressure you. And she just walks off. And John's like, <gasps> double struck. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. So then we're in the church again. And Ali is meeting with Mark while um, Lisa is rehearsing. Because we can hear they're in like that. Uh, like a little foyer corridor. The, little... Yeah, foyer of the church. And you can hear singing, singing going coming on, from behind yeah. the door. Um, and, and Mark's saying, Oh, um, you couldn't have come at a better time. And she's like, Well, um, Ali's like, Why? Um, and he says, uh, Sunday services and he opens the kind of door to the rehearsal because he's like my sermon's going to be on God's planet all nations being one world peace, peace do his love. love and when he opens the door Lisa's rehearsing the song Political Science by Randy Newman and it's all about blowing the world up apart from Australia <laughs> like America it's, it's a no 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 the, sorry apart from America and Australia in the song he says oh, we'll, really? keep, we'll keep Australia because we like the kangaroos that's oh really? <laughs> I mean, it's a satire, much like short people. Was yeah, because I was like, "What the fuck is this song?" It sounds it's horrible. Randy Newman. It's Randy oh, Newman. Okay. It's like a satire in the same way. In the that same short way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you'd only know, like we said this with short people. Yeah. But Randy Newman, those songs of his, uh, kind of comedic, and I feel like if you know him and what he's how he writes and how those songs are intended then you'll understand that they're a joke but yes. if you just hear them from nowhere, out of contact you're like eh? yeah well that's because I, I i didn't look that up because i knew you'd look it up and i was just like what the fuck is this like who sang a song about bombing the world who else <laughs> randy <Newman. laughs> um, but yeah it's a very it's a funny song yeah um, i'll have to look but, it up um, basically mark's like she's singing about a nuclear bomb and ali's like well, she's not saying drop it on you. <laughs> and Mark's like, this is a sweet, kind, loving woman. But ever since we broke up, and Ali's like, well, 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 like you say, the congregation likes it. And he says, I can't let her do this. And Ali says, I think you're overreacting. And then he opens the door again as um, Lisa's going, <laughs> Uh, really getting into it. Getting into it, yeah. And then he closes the door and I was like, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> and then they watch Lisa finish the song. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's really good. I recommend it. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably insert some of the Oh, we'll definitely be. At that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be Lisa all, all over this. <laughs> the whole world will just Ling discussing in Richard's office with Richard and Georgia the case um, and they're telling her about this plan that Billy's concocted to like look at the breasts yeah. um, and Ling's complaining saying I don't want to subject my um, sister, sister to such blatant objectification yeah. which I'm like yeah fair and Georgia's like Ling and Ling's like don't call me Ling and Georgia's like it's your name and she's like not with a hard L and a hard G it isn't it's a soft name Ling you say it Ling it offends me and I'm like <laughs> Sure, I, the, yeah. we've discussed this last yeah. episode, didn't we, about how they say her name sometimes. Yeah. A lot of the characters do it. Yeah. And it's just a bit yeah. shitty, really. No, I agree. So then, like, right, so Georgia then goes, Ling, 
When you decided to buy your sister breast implants, you exposed her to objectification. Yeah, and I'm uh, like, no. This is my... Objection! I've yeah. gone... Uh, yeah, I, it's just... This is more than likely to do with the fact, and by extension, like, that Georgia, and by extension, like, David E. Kelly, mm. like, does not understand the difference between being attracted to someone and objectifying someone. Right. But having sexually attractive physical traits, whether naturally obtained or not, is not an invitation to be objectified. No. Yeah. And the blame lies with squarely the with the person doing the objectifying. Yeah. One of whom you know full well is your fucking husband, yes. Georgia. So It's this myth that it's like, well it's not his fault, it's her fault for having, for having it. Boobs. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, for God's sake. No, no. Anyway. Um, yeah, I agree. But yeah, uh, Lynn goes, I'm deaf to condescension. Right now, I could hear a pin drop. And oh, I'm like, yes! Good for you, Lynn. Good for you. Round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Georgia turns to Richard and goes, Richard, I know she's a plum. And Ling interrupts and says, people like you don't understand. You're beautifully proportioned. The shapely can be so blind to the less fortunate. I tried to give my sister the chance to feel what it's like to be someone like you. To walk down the street just once, feeling ample. Maybe God didn't give you a heart under your perfect breast. <laughs> and Richard says nothing and then Georgia just leaves because yeah. she's annoyed with him and both of them um, so then we have Ali um, talking with Lisa in the kind of I guess the back rooms of the church yeah um, it's like a cloakroom a little bit isn't yeah, it cause yeah because she's taking off her robe yeah. and stuff isn't she from the choir yeah um, and Lisa thinks uh, is asking Ali if he's suing her and Ali's like no he's just concerned about your music and Lisa's like well people tell me they love it and she says, so you have kind of shifted your tone since you broke up. And Lisa basically says it's the only it sort of avenue she's had to express the pain from the yeah. breakup. Like, that's how she's always expressed herself, through music. And this she doesn't think people have noticed. And um, Hallie's like, well, he does. And Lisa goes, well, he should. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, and, and then she turns to Ali and says, do you know what he did? And Ali's like, well, trying to trying be, be like, diplomatic. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, do you know what he did? And Ali's like, no. And Lisa says, he changed his heart. That was his explanation. We talked about marriage, we were in love, and then suddenly he says, I've had a change of heart that doesn't want to see me anymore. You and she's like, you don't just leave an accident, you mow somebody down, you at least stop and check on the victim. And she says, I don't sing these songs to hurt him, I sing these songs to help me. They're my only release. If he doesn't like listening, he can just leave the room. Don't tell me he doesn't know how to do that. And I was like, ah! Yeah, I know. She was like, man knows how to leave a room, trust, trust me. me. <laughs> I know, I know, I felt exactly the same. So then Ali's gone back to speak with Mark. So, in the church, um, yeah. yeah it's it's like another place in the church. She's like ping-ponging between yeah. them. Um, and, and Mark's like, is she still going to sing those songs? And Ali's like, well, if it works out her pain and the congregation is enjoying it. And Mark's like, this is a house of God. And I'm like, yeah, because you've been so godly in yeah, your actions. I'm just like, uh, yeah, hide behind your house of God, like... By yeah. all means. Douchebag. Yeah. Um, Ali says, you're the only one that seems to be bothered about it. And then she says, Mark, let me ask you a question. Why haven't you ever really discussed the breakup with her? And he's like, I discussed it. I told her. And I was like, yeah, change of heart. Yes. Did you love her? And he's like, at one point. And she's like, well, why did you stop? And he says, and it, at this point, they've been walking and he yeah. sits down in a pew. And he's like, I don't know. I just did. And I'm like, that's the lamest excuse. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I don't Men are so shit at like expe- like exploring their own feelings, and I know that that's a, a symptom of the patriarchy. Yeah. So in some ways, it's it's not their fault. But I'm like, guys, come on! You don't just your feelings don't just stop on and off. You need to dig a little deeper to find. Like you owe that to the other person. Yeah, I think I think. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm no, saying there's usually a reason, some kind yeah. of reason. I mean, I think feelings can change and it be no one's fault. Absolutely. And, I'm not saying it, it's no one's and fault. And that is just a sad truth of but life. But you owe her an explanation you, other than, oh, I just don't love you anymore. Yeah, like you do have a responsibility to try and explain it so that the other person like if you understands cared ever about yeah, her so that the other person understands and can move on and and can accept it best yeah. like and you can only do that to the best you can because sometimes people are so hurt in that situation yes. they don't want to hear it yes. which is but hard she's for both people wants to know. yeah exactly but i think yeah i mean when cuz ali goes on to say like maybe it was outside forces or you have commitment problems or yeah. she's like, did you seek counselling? Did you do anything to explore what caused you to stop loving her? Yeah, exactly. Or just go did change apart? Did you take any Fine. kind of responsibility? Yeah. No. No. He didn't. No. Um, and, and he's like, whose side are you on here? And she's like, maybe hers. Then at this point, Lisa has come in and she's behind them and she says, where was the warning mark? How about I'm feeling different? How about... I'm not so sure. Why is it always great with men right up until they run? And this is true. I've seen this with myself. I've seen this in lots of other friends of mine who've had bad breakups. It's overnight. And I I honestly think it's part of toxic masculinity. It's like overnight men are like, um, everything's fine. And then they're just like, no, I'm not doing it anymore. And that is not what's actually happening. I think it is built up over weeks and months, but they don't decide to let anyone know what's going on thinking, oh no, I'm sure it will go away. It'll go away until it's too much. And then they're suddenly like, oh, I'm cutting and running. I had, um, a friend whose partner just started sleeping on the sofa they lived together and he just started sleeping on the sofa mm-hmm. and she eventually after like a week or so of this was mm-hmm. like what's going on like what's going on and he was just like I don't want to talk about it and he just completely did not literally did not talk to her and in the end she had to fucking move out and leave because it was just like he's not He's not talking to me. Yeah. He's literally and refusing to talk to me. And and it's just, she in the end made the decision to just fucking go. Because what can you do when someone stonewalls you like that? Yeah. And it's just, it's such, it's a, it is a terrible, terrible thing to do to a person. It is so terrible. I have a friend who, um, they, she was living with her boyfriend. They talked about marriage and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. One day he woke up and said, I don't think I can do this anymore. Just went back to live with his mum and dad. Yeah. And she had to, like, she had to pack up the house that oh they built. To, not literally built, but, like, you know, the, the yeah, home that they made, made together. The next time she saw him was literally just for him to pick up his stuff. She had to organise stuff with the landlord, yeah. find somewhere else to live. Yeah. Like, with a well, house that, share with people guess, she'd never met uh, yeah, before. I, she had nowhere else to go. I've had that, had, had that happen to another friend. It, like, it, it, where it's, it's a, just... They've actually, yeah, like you say, discussed marriage, 
discussed having children and then literally and she a week like, later I had no, a like, week later it's like I changed my mind I don't I yeah I just said what I thought you wanted to hear bye but it's, and it's for the person on the other on the receiving end of that it just comes so the pain is so much more amplified by it coming out of the blue and not having yeah. any understanding of why because yeah. you blame yourself yeah you're like well i was obviously this i was obviously that and and you know your friends and your support network have to rally around and sort of talk you back down from that and, and be think, like no it isn't no, and it also isn't. i think it i think the the damage it does to a person's ability to trust yes again yeah. is is so like th- that is what that does you break a person's a bit or you you really really damage a person's ability to trust another person because they trusted why. you yeah when you told them certain things and, and you... believed you and then you've turned around and said oh no I didn't really mean that and when you I don't understand why or how all this happened you just saw the sudden switch you I never because you don't really know why it happened. You're not sure what to look out for in the no, next relationship. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And it's just so. It's one of the most shitty things you can do yeah. as a person to yeah. someone. And unfortunately, it's usually men who end up doing it to women. Yeah. And and I'm not saying feelings can't change. I'm not saying you can't break up with people. I'm no. saying when your feelings do start to change and you start getting those inklings, what you do is start talking with the other person about yeah. it. On both sides. That can happen for women too. Yeah. The women the difference is women are more likely to start voicing to say their problems. I mean I think like I, I I can but that is again a really hard conversation to have to say that your feelings are changing and you don't know what to do about it. Of course and, and it I is. Think, and I but think, I'm sorry, being in a relationship is hard. Strap yeah, on your fucking is. balls and do it, it. Yeah, it is. But I think, like, I think that there is... Uh, what am I saying? I think you can have... The, I, I think what's important, like you say, it's the conversation. Because even if you have those conversations of my feelings are changing, maybe we should go to counselling, maybe... Yeah. You can still do all those things and it not work out. Of course. You know? But, but at it, least the other least... person was there for the journey and yes. wasn't just there for the, like, oh, by the way, I'm in a new destination now. Yeah. I travelled without you. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's I just agree. shitty. Yeah. It's just yeah. a dick thing to do. And yeah. it's so damaging. And it can have effects beyond the end of that relationship for the oh, rest of that person's definitely, life definitely you know definitely <sighs> so yeah so anyway <laughs> I have no time for men who do that and I think it's a really dick thing to do yeah um, so so um, after Lisa says that to Mark um, we then um, have a new shot of Ali walking back to the office whilst Vonda is singing Maryland which is an original song by hers that we kind of yes. it's like a motif that it reoccurs a, bit, yeah. a lot of times um, and she we get like a flashback of college alley walking and it's the the piece of footage that we've seen lots of times before when they've done flashbacks of billy like telling her that he's breaking up with her um and that he's going to boston Mm. and then we get a voiceover of ali being like well i choose the law too but i choose boston and billy kind of goes away then there's a record scratch and ali just stops in the street and she's like it had nothing to do with going to michigan and she just stops still. She's yeah, like, has she's this like revelation. Revelation. Um, then we have Richard walking through the office in a new scene, and he sees um, 
<laughs> Ali walking through the office as well. She's obviously returned, got back there, managed to keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> <after her revelation laughs> got back to the office. Um, and Richard's like, Mark Newman is really upset. And Ali's like sarcastically, oh gee, that troubles me. And he's like, you were sent there to mediate. And she's like, mediating is getting both sides to understand each other. I think I did that, Richard. And, and she just walks to her office door. Um, but Richard's like, but she's still going to sing. And she's like, Richard, I have a plan. Now get lost. And Richard kind of goes to leave. <laughs> but then she grabs his arm and says, I'm really sorry. I do have a plan. I'm sorry. Then she turns around and goes back into her office. Yes. So then we're in a new scene mm-hmm. and the the shot is that like we behind open on, two women. Yeah, it's behind two women and the women are on either side of the frame and then we kind of see Billy's head come in from the middle, yeah. like staring. Intently. They're clearly, sorry, they're, we should have said they're clearly like got no clothes on from the top half. The topless, so we can yeah, see that yeah. They've got no clothes on. So Billy's head comes in from the middle staring. Then the nurse's lawyer comes in. They're both obviously kind of inspecting these women's tits going, hmm, hmm. It's mm, really mm, gross. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Georgia um, and Ling are there. Georgia and Ling are there, yes. Um, and, and Ling's sister is one of the, these women um, and says, next time, Ling, just get me a book. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Ling's like, it won't take long. And the nurse's lawyer is like, they're really nice. All of them. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And um, then Billy goes like, goes in for a really close look at like Ling's yeah. sister's breasts. I'm like, and at this point, uh, you know, as we said before, I'm like, why the fuck are these men doing this? Like, they're the experts. Like, the the sister has already said she's uncomfortable. Like, if anyone's going to do it, either get, as you say, medical experts, or even just Georgia doing it. Yeah. Or, and like, a nominated person yeah. from the opposing side. To me, this scene this just ridiculous. looks like two men going, yeah, I'd still jerk off to them. Yeah. You know, exactly. like, it's just like, right, so that makes them good breaths, yeah? Like... You fucking bellends. This, this is um, so inappropriate. <laughs> it is so bad. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, he's the, the, the perving over them. They uh, are but completely then, perving. And when Billy goes down for the closer look, Lee's, uh, Ling's sister goes, what are you, nearsighted? And, and he's, he's like, just, oh, I'm just looking for the scar. He's like, um, yeah, sure, Billy. And, and the lawyer's like, and the fact that you can't see one is evidence that... And he just goes, really, really nice, nice looking at the yeah. nurse. And I'm like, the nurse isn't the one with the scar! Oh, Georgia! Like, Georgia goes, hurt aren't the issue, Mr. Stone. Yeah, Mr. fucking Stone. Yeah, and, and the lawyer's like, oh, the comparison is certainly an issue. And come on, these are very good work. And then Ling's like, they might look the same, but they don't feel the same. And, and she's she, like, in between, and she kind of grabs each, like, one on each side, and she says, feel. Yeah. Like, and and the lawyer goes, well, he starts, let's see. Yeah, he starts to move towards them with his hands out, being like, oh, well, let's see. And I was like, for fuck's sake. And at this point, Georgia just, like, leaps in front of them, like, as a shield. Yeah. And saying, no, I'm sorry. She Like, that's not happening. You're not going to touch And Ling's like, women. jump, Lee. And she's like, no, this law suit is over put your clothes on and it's like you can't just and George is like as an officer of the court I am recommending dismissal these breasts are fine the fact that they may or may not look or feel exactly like her breasts and then Billy's still looking at them when she's saying this um and then at Lee she says you don't tell me that you didn't assume that risk and Lee's Ling's sister is saying well she's the one that's suing not me and Ling's like I paid for them and Georgia just goes it's over Ling hard L hard G hard times if I seem a cold shapely person tough this case is over and she just leaves and Ling's like ugh and like narrows her eyes and like Billy at bit this is the worst bit Uh. Billy 
and the fucking um, lawyer. lawyer just exchanged this look like, well, this was an excellent afternoon at the yeah. office. And I'm like, no. Gross. And I do feel like Georgia is out of line here. Really? Because, yeah, because I do think that Ling does have a case. Right. I think, and the only reason, she was sold a lie, and I, I think that whether or not, I, I do think the nurse is complicit in that, whether or not, but that should be taken further. The reason it is being stopped in its tracks now right. is simply because Georgia doesn't want to watch her husband feeling up other women's breasts, which is understandable, but the answer to that is to get a fucking actual expert to do the comparison, not fucking Billy well, see, and the I lawyer. Got, I got the sense that Georgia stepped in as soon as... Um yeah, maybe. I feel like it, it's it's simply like because if you were just dead set against the case, full stop, and were like, "This is ridiculous." The only reason she has stopped it is because it was getting to the point where they were like, "Right, touch test." Well, yeah, but Billy wasn't. I mean, Billy. Don't get me wrong. Billy is not like an innocent man in any of this. Like he was like perving like nobody's business. But it was the uh, it was Mr. Stone who was like warming his hands up. Ready yeah, to I know. Him. But, but it's that thing of like she was like, no. Yeah, but it's that thing because it's like Billy, as we have seen, will quite happily take the lead of this lawyer. Right. This lawyer has been like now. I might be out of line, but maybe we should do a comparison. Billy's like, yeah, great, let's do that. And then it's like, oh, let's like really look intently at these breasts. And he's like, yeah, let's do that. And it's just like, now he's like, oh yeah, let's let's do the touch test. Like, and know. Billy's gonna let's, be like, yeah, let's do that. Like, I think the only way we'll really know for sure if we actually are able to wank. Off, let's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just do the wank bank test, yeah. Um, and like, I just it. it like, I, I feel like Georgia has only stopped this case because of what has happened in this room. Right. Like, because otherwise she would have stopped it before. Yeah. Before this started happening, she was like, yeah, we have a case. Yeah. This happened, and she's yeah. like, I don't want to do this case anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sense. sorry, that's not okay. Yeah. Your client does actually have a case, which yeah. you admitted earlier. Yeah. And I, you're just the stopping case it. shouldn't be over, but this ridiculous charade. Yes, should be this over. this com this comparison test is null and void because you've just got two yahoos who know shit about shit, like doing this comparison test. Like it shouldn't be up to them. No, it, like they are not experts. <laughs> it's, just, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Even got to it. I know. I but this is the thing is that this is why I, I feel. I do feel sorry for Georgia because I'm just like your own husband blanked you yeah. in a conversation so that he could get this organised and now he's doing it it's right It's funny that front. men can't organise their way out of a paper bag unless it's just look at breasts. <laughs> and it's like Suddenly they're like Mr. Efficient, three o'clock, I'll <laughs> oh, I don't even need to get my PA to do it. I'll do it. I do know where the room booking system is. And it's that thing where it's just like, and not only that, he's, he's, doing, he's like looking like right up close at other women's breasts. Like he's right in up, front like of your fucking tongue face. out, he'd be able to touch them. Yeah, like right in front of you and you can't say shit because he'll turn around and be like, it's for the case, it's evidence. I choose the law. <laughs> I completely understand why Georgia is so fucking mad. Yeah. But 
I don't think it she was take right out or fair yeah. for her to take it out on the case because there is a case yeah. there. Anyway, so Ling says, I thought I hated this firm and then I didn't, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of feel the same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Same. We've all been on the same roller coaster. <laughs> so, so then we're, at, <laughs> then we're, <laughs> John is in the unisex and he's at the mirror um, and he talks to the mirror and he says, she makes eyes at me and the mirror just tips and we see that Richard's on the other side, yeah. like having a shave. shave. I know, I'm like, what? I'm like, I hope he's cleaning the sink after that because oh, that would be yeah, disgusting grim. to come back yeah. to as it's a unisex. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then Richard's like, Nell, and John's like, yeah, she's either drawn to me or I puzzle her. Could be both. And Richard's like, John, she wants to go out. She says you're cute. It's not a huge leap to think that a date is possible. And John's like, she frightens me. <laughs> I feel really sorry for John at this point. But <laughs> um, Richard puts the mirror back the right way around yeah. and he sort of comes around to his side of the uh, bank of sinks and says, of course she frightens you. She'd floss her teeth with you inside a month. But it could be fun. It could be a fun month. The question you have to ask yourself is, can you date her without falling for her? If yes... John, swell. Um, but if no, don't even think about it. Um, and John's then asking Richard about him and Ling. Um, does he think it will work out? And Richard says, not a chance, but that's a plus for me. I want somebody who, uh, who is emotionally, emotionally accessible. <laughs> and, and John says, why? And he's like, so when it falls apart, it won't be my failure. It'll be a refreshing change. <laughs> and John kind of wags his finger. And Richard's like, what? And John says... When Annie went on that talk show, she looked me straight in the eye and she said, you only die once. And then she marched into danger with a smile on her face. I think I will date now. I'm just like, yeah, Annie did that because she's an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, it's a thing of like, oh, she's so brave. Like, no, she's just a fucking idiot. Like, she I doesn't know. even know what she's doing. But then John gives the thumbs up and they kind of press thumbs together, like him and Richard. <laughs> Um, it's really cute. I do like cute. when they have their little bromance bro- moments. Like, well, they like counts. Even though the advice they give is always questionable. terrible. Um, <laughs> I just enjoy getting that insight into like them helping each other out on emotional yes. things because I don't think you see that often enough. No, I think no. you do more these days, but certainly not in um, the nineties. Yes, yeah. Anyway, um, next scene, uh, we have uh, Marianne playing again whilst Ali is sitting at the bar in the daytime. She's like the only one there. Yeah, she's got like a solitary drink. Yeah. yeah. And Georgia comes in and she's like, hey. And she's like, Georgia, hey. And she's like, are you drinking? And Ali's like, no, that's just vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ready to drink it. And she's like, what's the matter? And Ali's like, well, nothing, nothing I can talk to you about. And Georgia's like, oh, Billy. And she's like, yep. And the barkeeper hands Georgia a drink because she's got some white wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Georgia's like, what now? And Ali's like, Lisa Knowles, she was saying how, you know how when men break up with women, they speed away like they're fleeing the scene. And then it hit me. Billy didn't break up with me because he had to go off to Michigan to make law review. He went to Michigan to get away from me. That was just his way of fleeing the scene. And Georgia just kind of looks down. Yeah. And she's like, am I right? And I Georgia am right. says nothing. Yeah, Georgia yeah. doesn't say anything. Um, and she's like, he didn't have to go that far. Did he really have to go all the way to Michigan? And then suddenly there's it's this, like, like, the penny drop. Like, there's she's this like, sort of dawning on Ali. Yeah, he met somebody who is at Michigan. He met you while he was still with me. And Georgia just looks really ashamed. She looks so, so guilty. And she's like, I didn't know about you. 
And then, yeah, it's just like sad times all around. Well, I'm just really sad for Georgia and Ali's friendship in yeah. this moment. And it's all because Billy's a fucking bellend. Of course, it's the like, same like men thing. Like they can't just talk about their emotions. No, and it also to me now it makes much more sense why Georgia has been so patient with Ali in the past, and also and, not insecure. Yeah, because she clearly feels guilty. Yeah, about. How how that how that started, yeah, and and also like I wonder whether Billy actually told Georgia not to say anything when Ali came to the firm, like when Ali sort of came into their lives yeah. again. Yeah, whether he was just like, oh, by the way, don't tell Ali anything about how we started and how we ended. Well, do like, you not remember that when he? I wonder at what point Georgia knew about Ali because, um, as in knew that she was kind of... He was kind of with someone. He was with someone when he met her. Because, do you remember at the very beginning, when they first met Ali, um, she knew that Billy had dated her, but he didn't know... Like the nature mm. of their actual yeah, relationship. So that's I was wondering true. at what point Georgia this all came out, whether she'd always known from the beginning that yeah. Ali was the person that he was kind of seeing, yeah. as he'd put it, yeah. when they met. And then it came out later that he, actually they weren't seeing each other, they'd been in love for years and years and years. Yeah. And then that's when Georgia was like, oh, so he left his like long term childhood sweetheart to yeah. be with me. Yeah. She just put that together. Yeah. Probably that is what happened. Possibly, or maybe it so was... So initially, when she agreed to date Billy, she was thinking, well, it's okay, it's okay, he's just casually been seeing someone. And then she was like, oh, it wasn't that he was casually seeing someone, it's that he broke up with, like, someone he'd been seeing for years. Years, yeah, his first love, yeah. And that's, like, for me, that's a massive missing piece of the puzzle Mm. because if I had met a guy that I liked but they were just seeing someone Mm. and they were like I'm just dating them don't worry about it Mm. Um, I actually want to date you more so I'll stop seeing them Mm. I'd be like okay fine if someone said to me I've met you but I'm in a deep committed relationship but I think I love I'm gonna love you more Mm. and I'm willing to leave that that would send alarm bells ringing Mm. and I wouldn't necessarily agree to Mm continue going like I wouldn't agree to be their girlfriend that would that would raise serious questions yes. about whether I would agree to be their girlfriend be like I because don't think I'm it's like, a good idea for you to jump from one deeply serious relationship to another but also the fact that and I think we get onto this later in this episode the fact that it's like well if he can be in a deeply committed relationship yet still meet someone that he wants to jump ship to mm then that's a problem because that could happen to me yeah, then. Exactly, exactly. Whereas if, if you're presented with the option of having a relationship with someone who's like, oh, I haven't really, I've just been seeing some girl. Yeah. That's like less of a warning flag for yeah, me. Course, I'd be like, yeah. they're not going to, you know, if they fall deeply in love with me, they're not going to just run off with someone else oh, yeah. to see someone. But if you're the person that they've run off to when they've been in love, yeah. I'd be like, wow, he's got that tendency. I'm not sure I want to be with that, him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that no, for I me do. would completely change... Whether How? I would have agreed to go out with them in the first in place. In the first place. And the yeah. fact that she's only found that out once they're married, I'd be like... Pfft. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. It would... I mean, bottom line, Billy's a fucking bellend. Yeah. And Georgia should... Ne- I feel like she's been duped into a relationship under false pretenses. Well, yeah, on many fronts. Yeah. On many fronts. But also, like, I, this, this uh, information also makes me wonder whether this is why... Billy seemed to be so he would often react badly 
to Georgia and Ali being good friends. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah. oh, was he afraid that, that Georgia might want to spill the beans yeah. and shatter Ali's, like, rose-tinted billy glasses? Ugh. And They and need to go to the tip, seriously. I just, what a piece of work. What a piece of what work. What a piece of work. Yeah. So then we get Ling meeting with Nell and Richard, um, and <laughs> Nell's like, <laughs> Ling's really upset, yeah. and Nell's trying to calm her down, and Ling's like, twice! Your lawyers turn traitors on me twice. And Nell's like, Ling, you sue a talk show host for things he say on the radio. You sue a woman. And Ling's like, if you thought they were bad cases, you... And Nell's like, Ling. And Ling's like, don't Ling me. I'm tired of being Linged around here. <laughs> and Nell's like, Ling, I admire the way you don't let yourself be pushed around. I really do. Too many people, when they think they've been wronged, just walk away. I salute that you don't. But something's going on lately. You think the whole world's against you when... And Richard goes, it's only just the people who've met you. <laughs> He's like, kidding. Um, and then he touches her chin again. Um, like, and says soot as explanation. I hate when he does that. Oh, no. um, but then Nell says, can I offer a piece of armchair psychology as your friend? She says, you're an unpopular person. You are. And I think it's easier to deal with if you're fighting with everybody so you can lay it off on a battle instead of... And Ling's like really like quietly says thank you now that helps and then she sort of turns slowly and leaves I and i was like that was quite harsh i don't like this because I'm i don't like, like this well because i'm like yeah ling you're right twice you've gone to these lawyers with cases that both had merit in one way or another yeah I mean, and the talk show ho host one, which we talked about last time, yeah. was a long shot. It but was. But it wasn't baseless. It wasn't baseless, and neither is this one. Yeah. And it's like, and both times, your lawyers have let you down, have yeah. been inept. Oh, well, the firm, generally, yeah. one way or another. Has, has been, yeah. has let you down. Like, so you need to find New other firm. lawyers yeah, like, exactly. who won't let you down. And I, I'm kind of annoyed that... Nell is dressing this up as, oh, there's, like, something wrong with you that you're being, that you've brought two cases to us, like, and I'm just like, but they weren't baseless. And if she wants to sue people and they're not baseless and has the money to do so, like, go for it. Yeah, I I don't like that she's been like, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, Nell was like, she needed to hear it. And then Richard's like, one sec, and he sort of runs away and follows Ling. And he says, um, Ling, and then he whispers, um, I, uh, and then he realises he wants to find somewhere a bit private. So yeah. he walks to one side. <laughs> this is the best bit in the entire... Can it's I just so say, wild. this it's is so funny. what's the opposite of an objection? Because <laughs> this is just the pinnacle of... Anything that's ever happened in Ali McBeal, I love it. And it's such like a throwaway moment. I don't even know if it was in the script, but it's just wonderful. It's so great. So Ling, uh, Ling and Richard, Richard pulls kind of Ling to one side and he sort of walks to where there's a little cubby where like a, sec- a secretary's yeah. desk is. And there's a secretary at her desk just sort of typing away. And... and Richard, just in one move, as he, he doesn't even look at the secretary, he's still talking to Ling, he pulls the secretary's like, chair, chair the chair out, and just pushes it off, and she wheels off camera, <laughs> and her face is like, and then I think this was put in, in post-production, but you hear, like, the secretary go, and then you hear her, <laughs> and she's like, crushed
do the same thing in a way. Yeah, there's a little mm -hmm. as he like moves <laughs> her, and then there's a which is like wheeled off and then there's like this thud as she's obviously hit something off camera um, that they've put in. And it's I was so just like funny. and it's not even really acknowledged, it's just like just silent Dumb. staging and yeah. it's like such a throwaway little tiny bit, but I've just delighted it's by it. Very it's funny. So funny. It's so funny. And I was like, yeah, what's the opposite of an objection? Because I that's like what it. I'm putting in there. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant work. Well done. Round of applause. Bravo. Um, so anyway, once he's got the secretary out of the way, he says, I do the same thing in a way. For whatever reason, people would never trust me. So I started to become unscrupulous on purpose. And that way I felt in control of people's reactions. Anyway, not everybody dislikes you. I like you. Have dinner with me. And then Ling really softly just sort of says, I like that. And then she walks off. Um, and I just thought oh, that was quite really nice of Richard for his faults. That was um, him opening up. And we don't really see him no, do that don't do, with yeah. many people. Yeah. Um, maybe John yeah. a bit. But even then there's a yeah. bravado layer yes. on top of that. Yeah. He's like been a bit vulnerable with Ling. And I don't, I don't think he's being disingenuous to get a date. No, I don't. I don't feel like that's, that's going on here. No. Like, um, and I think it is uh, a nice bit of insight into kind of like, oh, so he knows he's being a complete jackass. I, I've always thought he yeah. knows that. I think it is a protecting, it's yeah. a defence mechanism. Yeah. But it's like confirmation that he absolutely knows what he's saying and yeah. doing. Yeah. But it is a defense. I've always thought that about Richard. He's a lot more complicated than people give him credit yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So then, um, <laughs> then we have Billy yelling at Georgia, which may be confirming your reason <sighs> yeah, um, for him not liking that they have oh a friendship. Oh my God. This conversation is like wild. So let's dive in yeah because billy is shouting in his office in his office at georgia going how could you tell her yeah she's like i didn't her nickels just kept dropping she figured it out because billy newsflash she's not a fucking moron yeah <laughs> and and like and he's like how yeah and like exactly. georgia's like sometimes a woman ca uh, just, just can, can. Billy. we, we see, see things. things you don't think we're seeing but we see them we see them yeah we see you <laughs> yeah exactly and, and he's like what's that supposed to mean and she's like it means i see the sideways glances i see the admiring glances billy's like what at who and georgia's like jackie Sullivan. i'm like, I'm like Every young attractive yeah, woman I that know. you see ever. Like the news that he's as subtle as a sledgehammer yeah. seems to become come as a big shock to me. I know. And she's like, Jackie Silverman, that's who? The woman with the perfect oh, gotta be kidding. Kid. You gotta kid me, Billy. She didn't do anything for you. So she's attractive, big deal. Why does that threaten you? And I'm like, look, objection! All over this. This is my objection because I'm okay. like, Billy is just bullshit. He couldn't get up quick enough to say, yes, I'm gonna ogle some breasts. And now he's trying to like defend himself yeah, against yeah. it. I know, I and know. After all the bullshit that he gave well, yeah, her because he goes, he then goes, yes, Georgia, you being threatened by me thinking a woman is attractive says more about you than it does about me. And I'm like, and I'm like <laughs> did he reverse that? Oh my fucking God. Like I was like, my, my jaw dropped at this point when yeah. I was watching it. I was like, if I'd had a cup of tea, I would have dropped it. Yeah. I was just like, you dirty little hypocrite! Yeah. <laughs> you fucking exactly. dare you! This is why I'm objecting, because I'm just like, you're, you're just like 
such a hypocrite. And such a child. Yeah. Such I was just child. like, smack him, Georgia. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and oh. was like, except that it doesn't, Billy. The, the crazy thing is that is that what's bothering Allie right now is the same thing that's bothering me. Which is? Which is? You can be in love with somebody, and yet if someone else walks into the room, suddenly. And I'm like, Georgia is spilling the tea. Yeah. Billy's like, Are you being serious? What am I supposed to tell myself, Billy? that it could never happen with you? It did. You said yourself that you took one look at me. One look that happened when you were in love with somebody else, that I was the beneficiary, great. But what about the next time? I'm not even gonna dignify that. You're fantastic copping out there. Exactly, yeah, like, like, great. When Allie comes at you, and I'm sure that she will, dignify her complaint because it's legitimate. And yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, but also, look, Georgia, you've you got a legitimate, legitimate claim. I yeah. just cannot believe that at the point when she realised that Billy left Allie, who he was in love with, when she realised that he was in love with Allie when yeah. he met her, I can't believe at that point she didn't have this conversation with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. But it's taken till now. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I don't know if it's like Georgia doesn't want to be a divorcee. Yeah. I don't know if it's that she's like, oh no, I've got married, like I've hitched my wagon, like there's no, I don't want to be that person. Well, I but think... But I'm like, you're worth more than this. <laughs> I think that he's, I think, I think she's in love with him. I think that's Why? Sad. <laughs> I think that's what's so sad, is that she does love him. And it, and it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever, but that that's feelings for you like they often don't make sense and they don't he's just lied not... and manipulated his way around both of these women yeah he has and he's still fucking doing it yeah, yeah. even when he's being called out on it yeah yeah i know makes me sick <laughs> meeting with Lisa at a piano um, and Lisa's kind of sort of jamming on the piano to herself there's no one else around yeah and Ali's suggesting that Lisa sing in a bar um, the bar that she goes to clearly um, because she says it's a forum and you need a forum and if you agree I've persuaded Mark to sit down and talk with you and Lisa's like I don't need to sit down and talk with him and Ali's like oh I, I thought you did he's willing to address the breakup and Lisa's like he is and she's like Ali's like, he says he is. I'd be there as a mediator. And Lisa's like, does he want a mediator? And I was like, no, he's not saying that. He's willing to sit down and talk about what happened, at least from his side. Then Lisa says, do a lot of people come to the bar? Ali says, great music at this place. <laughs> um, and she says, but it's kind of a more liberal crowd. So the pro-nuclear bomb numbers, you know. And I'm like, is it a liberal crowd? Like, you told your flea joke and nobody laughed. Like, <laughs> they, they get offended over that. They can't be that liberal. Um, but yeah, anyway, Lisa was like, it is a good idea to talk with him, right? It is better to know. And Ali's like, yeah, yeah, it is better. Like she, but she doesn't sound convinced. sure. Yeah. yeah. And this is to your point, like some people don't want to know and yeah. they find it easier to move on not knowing. But I but, think I mean I think that's usually like a stage. 
like a stage in the process of yes. accepting what Sorry, it happened. I was like a stage as in Horatio. <laughs> like, <laughs> alas, poor Yorick, I knew him well. I was like, a stage? <laughs> no, no, I think it's like a stage in the acceptance process. Yeah, yeah. Is that there will be a, uh, you know, when it's just happened, yeah. there's going to be a t- period of time where you're too fragile to yeah. hear all the things that went wrong or uh, you didn't do right or you weren't right for but or... I also would say that if people watch this and think oh well some, you know the reason why he wasn't telling her he didn't tell her is because she probably wouldn't want to know it would be too upsetting I'm like don't let that stop you from having those conversations the minute you start feeling mm. like it's not working anymore. Yeah. Like this is talking about what to do if you haven't had those conversations and mm. now you're walking away. Mm. Um, like the, the big reveal, whether you reveal as to why and all the wherefores that led you to that decision or not. But I it's more, think... but I, th- I think the better approach rather than waiting till that stage and having made that, that decision is to start that conversation way earlier. I think part of the problem is that people aren't aware of their own feelings as they're feeling them. Yeah. I, I think there are a lot of people in the world who who don't actually look inwards. You can't tell me that there isn't moments when you know that things are not right. I know. I, I think... And even if you don't necessarily know why... And also... Like, you I, should I, be I, saying, like, something's not right, you know. But I, I think... I can understand how people can, A, live in denial, because that is something that a lot of people Uh do do, and do it for their whole lives, Uh live in denial Uh about how they actually feel. Uh And two, I can understand how um, when you feel those feelings of change, being scared to broach that, because then... Hoping it will go away. Hoping it will go away, but also worried that the control of what happens next is taken out of your hands yeah in terms of well what if i say i'm no longer i'm feeling different yeah and then suddenly that person reacts badly to it it's like saying do you want to break up well i think we should break up then if you're not feeling like you know and and suddenly and if especially if it's over if you're not actually entirely sure how you feel, yeah. it's just little niggly things here and there that yeah. are starting to creep in. Yeah. Like, maybe you don't actually know how you feel and you don't want to express it until you do know how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and that can take a long time. Yeah. And I, I, I just think human relationships are complicated. They are. But I do think, yeah, communication is is always going to be the best way forward and I don't but it is it it does take courage it does take courage and it's not something that everyone has no but I have very little sympathy who with people that aren't willing I have very little sympathy for people who aren't willing to talk to that if if it's a case of like someone's like I've fallen out in love with you and I really don't see how this is gonna work like I don't yeah. see how I can I don't I really don't think I'm gonna fall back in love with you yeah now that's something that I think 
it's hard for anyone to say. Like, yeah. I don't know how you can know that you're not going to fall back in love with someone. Yeah. But if someone, like we've said before, if someone doesn't want to be with you, someone yeah. doesn't want to be with yeah. you, and you can't force them no. to try and work on that no. or change their mind, but that person does owe the other in the relationship an explanation, uh, 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 a kind of trying to help that person understand. Yeah. And maybe through that conversation, you may reach a place where you're like, okay, maybe I'm open to counselling, maybe calling it quits on yeah. the relationship isn't where we want to go first. Yeah. But y that person may still be like, at the end of that conversation, I don't want to do counselling. Yeah, that's also and, and that, that I just is... think you have to, you know, I just think it's unfair to keep such fundamental changes in your how you feel about someone who you share a life with hmm. from them until the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. It's I unfair. think to leave it until the complete where you literally can't take it anymore. Yeah. Like you cannot even and then bear to, to share to the just bed. walk away being like, oh sorry, I just had a Yeah, No, that is shitty. Yeah. That uh, or to just like I say my friend with the boyfriend who just literally refused to talk to her yeah. was just like, I don't want to talk about it. It's and that and like, that was the explanation. That was, go? You just that was live the... in the same house forever. And she never knew. She yeah, never knew what happened. Insane. And she was with that guy for years. Yeah. And it was just like uh, it. Like you're mad. Yeah. Like how could you do that to someone? I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. But yeah. So <laughs> Ali's not convinced whether it's better to know, but she's trying to tell Lisa that it is better. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So then we're back in Cajun Fish, and John and Richard are kind of walking and talking um, and heading into John's office um, at some point in this conversation. But he basically, um, it, he's talking about his date with Nell because mm. he's saying I don't know what to do um, because she doesn't want to go downstairs to the bar and I'm troubled on unfamiliar turf and Richard's like it's just a date John yeah. <laughs> he's like I've never been out with this much woman Richard <laughs> I don't want to get hit with irregularity um, and, and John says and also I need your candour if it's wrong tell me and Richard's like okay um, and John picks up these shoes um, and shows Richard and they're like platform black men's black shoes black men's like office wear <laughs> yeah. shoes but with a big platform yeah. And John's like, I feel short with her. And Richard's like, John, she might like less tall. Yeah. <laughs> he says, look, why bother trying to make yourself look conventional? If she wanted conventional, she wouldn't be dating you in the first place. The very thing that tickles her might be that you're this bizarre little oddity. Go with it. Be yourself. And I'm like, like that's good advice. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, good good advice, Richard. Um, Done. Yeah, and John's like, but John doesn't sound convinced. He's like, thank you, Richard. I'm buoyed, which is uh, American for buoyed. Uh, I think he said buoyed. No, he, said, he slightly said buoyed because that's how they say it. They say buoy. I thought he said buoyed because I was like, oh, I thought they would say, I thought it was odd that he said buoyed because he's I thought American. I he said buoyed. Right, let's go back and watch. <laughs> anyway, he means he's like lifted up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Richard turns to like shift, sniff the shoe and like walk off. I know, I'm like, and John's stop like, uh, shoes. Richard. Um, and John, Richard's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and gives it back. Yeah. Um, so then we have Ali in an elevator waiting for it to close. Yeah. Um, it, and she's sort of humming like la 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 to herself. Um, and Billy walks in. And it closes. And they're alone. And they're alone. 
and Ali, Ali just her face is like she's pissed off she's upset at seeing mm. him but she doesn't say I think she's sort of waiting for him to make the first move but he doesn't and then the elevator dings and Ali just gets out yeah because it's just they don't say anything to each other and they like are just staring at each other and Billy looks sad and Ali looks sad but then like angry and then like yeah she just I think if I was Ali, I'd be the same. I'd be like, oh, your move, mate. You're the dick. Like, yeah. you're the one that needs to make it up to me. Yeah. Why like, should I say anything? Yeah. And the no. fact that Billy's just there like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> Classic. I know. Ugh. He's a terrible human yeah. being. So then Mark is in mediation with Lisa and um, Ali playing a mediator. Yeah. Um... Um, Mark opens by saying, I don't know what else to say. And it's like, dude, you've known this was coming. I know! Like, could you well, not have prepared Lisa, some remarks? Lisa says, you've had the whole night to think about it. That's all you could come up with. And he's like, what do you want me to say? And Lisa's like, well, I'm leaving. Like, she, like, gets up and leaves. <laughs> and Ali's like, hold on. And she's like, that's not what this is about. She was like, you trying to figure out what she wants you to say. You're not going to sail through this like some funeral where the church is double booked. She was now, like, what, what happened? happened? Give, give her that. that yeah and Lisa's like is there somebody else and he's like no and she's like then what and he was like it wasn't it just wasn't you it was never ever going to be you and Lisa's like well you said it was like you dick like yeah. do you know what I mean and Mark's like because I wanted to believe it I was desperate to and he said listen you're the best woman I've known your values kindness your beauty you're everything I ever looked for and when I finally found you I felt for sure I'd fall so deeply in love and I kept waiting for it to happen and it didn't and he, Lisa's like you never loved me and he's like no I do I still do and Ali at this point because the, the conversation's happening she's like staring out the window yeah like trying to lead them to it um, and he says but I've known greater love with women who for other reasons weren't right he says, look, I knew that marrying you would be a smart thing to do. You'd be a good mother, a great companion. The most practical thing I could have ever done would be to marry you. But part of me also would have died inside because I have no passion for you. And Lisa just oh, looks crushed so hurt. at this point. So hurt. And he continues, I actually used to pray, God, let me fall in love with her more. Please let me feel it. Should I have told you all that? Do you feel better? knowing and at this point Lisa just puts her fingers up to his mouth to like shush him and she's like shaking her head and she's just kind she's of devastated yeah. don't stop talking and I just feel so sad for her in that moment because <sighs> he's a dick <laughs> well yeah like I think like it's... like I, it's, it, they could be wrong his feelings are legitimate I but know it, that it's, it's the, the fact it's that he was telling her one thing something else, and feeling yeah. another. That's Don't tell her that you love her. Don't tell her that you want to marry her if that is not what you want or yeah, not it, what you're, you're feeling. feeling. Yeah. And if she brings it up and you feel under pressure to say the same, that's your opportunity to be like, hey, I really like you and I'm really having a good time, but I don't know if I'm there yet. I don't, yeah. I, you, you, you don't lie just yeah. to make her feel better. Oh, this is... and. Uh, <laughs> It's so fucking stupid because it's that thing of like, you can turn around and say, and I've said this to like male friends of mine before who yeah. have like dated, who've been dating someone yeah. and the girl has said she loves him to him, but he's not feeling it. Yeah. And so, and he's been like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I've turned around and said, well, don't tell her something that you don't feel yet. Yeah. I was just like, 
just explain you're not there yet like you still like her you still want to continue seeing her or if you don't but, tell her that yeah, you know what but, I mean? but but say i only want to say this to you when i'm feeling it no one can object to that. No, no one can have a problem. It'd be no reasonable person can have a problem with that. Because if like, you say I love you, she will think that your relationship is now at a stage that it's not actually yeah, at. Yeah, exactly. And then that's just causing her more pain yeah. at this moment. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's escalated to exactly. here. And now you've completely crushed a woman for what? To save yourself some awkward conversation. An awkward conversation. Like, yeah. Was it worth it, Mark? Was it? <laughs> And just being like... And having to have a fucking lawyer come in and mediate it, all just because you didn't have the right conversation months ago. And also just that ago. kind of thing of like, no, you're the difference between what you think you want and what you feel. Yes. Like, like know the difference. Yes. Because there is, and it's an important difference. Like, yeah. the reality and, you know, what you want the reality to be yeah. are two different things. Yeah. So stop trying to like push them together and hope that they become one. It's Bashing not gonna my work. Hands together, maybe it happens. <laughs> like it's not gonna work. Yeah. Like it's just, uh, it's just really it's immature. Sad. And it just leads to just a lot of sadness and pain that could have been avoided. Could have been so avoided. Yeah. She, she's fallen deeper in love with you than which is now causing her more pain because you're not there than she would have done if you'd turned around and been honest mm. at the point when this would have naturally come up in a conversation. Because obviously yeah. someone would say, I love you, and he would have said, I love you back, yeah. without meaning it. Yeah. And, and don't get me with this, like, technicality of, like, well, I do love her as a person. Like, I just, I'm just not in love with her. It's like, no, no, that's bullshit. Yeah. You were lying. Yeah. You were lying. You were, you were presenting your feelings as something that they were not, and that therefore meant that she carried on down a path with her feelings that now mean that she's at the point of no return where pain yeah. is concerned. Yeah. Because she, she could have protected now, herself yeah, more. She was if, if you imagining around, a future with you and a life with you because you allowed her to imagine that. And that is painful to lose it's that. It's cruel. Yeah, it's so it's, cruel. Yeah, it, that is the word. It's cruel. So, yes. Barry. The thing to <laughs> the thing to solve all all like emotional wounds. The next some Barry White. <laughs> we have Barry, and it's the first time we hear the my first, my last, my everything. So let's back up. So yeah, new scene. John is in the unisex. Barry White is playing, and it's the intro to the song, and he's mouthing like Barry White's words and he's dancing and it's like And she was like, I wasn't disparaging you, I was dancing. Yeah. Barry White and John's like nods and she goes, 
you were hot and then he goes <laughs> to her stall and it's just such I was just, it's, it's really the first time enjoyable. we've seen like that iconic dance yeah. moves and the scene where he's doing it and I was just like I love it yeah, I love it so much that is so enjoyable yeah, yeah definitely um, so yeah so then we have a new scene Annie gets out of the elevator at Cajun Fish with Lisa kind of carrying a like a uh, outfit what do you call it like a dust bag dust bag <laughs> outfits it's like a suit protector yeah like when you yeah. do laundry there's probably a word for it I, can't I do don't this. know um, but yeah but <laughs> Annie's clearly kind of prepping her for singing at the bar because she's like you don't have to re- rehearse first if you don't want to and Lisa's like no I definitely want to I don't need to be humiliated twice in one day thank you <laughs> and Annie's like well you don't even have to do it tonight the invitation's open and Lisa's like trust me I need to sing tonight after that Yeah. Um, and Annie's like are you okay and she's like I think so. And then she says, at least I understand it, Ali. And and then she says, do you know what the worst thing is? Suppose he hadn't broken it off. I'd been married to a man who wasn't in love with me. And Ali's like, yeah, that, that would be worse. And Lisa's like, oh God, can you imagine? And I'm like, this is such yes. a good way to look at yeah, it. Exactly. And it's so true. Yeah, It's yeah, so true. Yeah. So she goes down to rehearse and says, oh, I'll see you there later. Um, and, and as she goes, Ali's like, break a heart. And then she's like, I mean, leg. <laughs> More on. Then Lisa, Lisa leaves. Billy comes in, closes the Fucking door. Billy. So it's like, okay, Billy. Let's have it. What's your big explanation, yeah. you bellend? Yeah. Um, so his explanation is, he says, When I considered transferring to Michigan, I went to visit. I met Georgia. Inside of ten minutes, I knew she was the woman I'd marry. Nothing happened with her until after you and I... You lied to me. I did go in part to make law review. Well, then you're covered. This you is this thing... fucking... Lo- like Men you're... do this. This is the, what I was saying when I was saying, like, they'll often be like, you'll say, but you said you loved me, and they'll be like, oh, well, I do love you, like, as a person. I just wasn't in love with you. And I'm like, I'm so glad you've got this technicality you're that you're able to go back to, over. and you're th- yeah. you feel like you haven't lied. It's bullshit. Like, you, you haven't have done... lied. Yeah, and you haven't, like, you have you aren't the bad guy here. This like, you are the bad guy one here. One of my pet peeves. Yeah. Men who are obsessed with not being the bad guy and are therefore cowards when it comes to just telling the truth yeah. about how they feel. Just completely spineless. And what they've done. Yeah, exactly. As shitty as they may be. It's like, oh no, but then she'll hate me. And I'm like, tough fucking shit. Maybe she should. Yeah, maybe you're worth hating. Yeah. <laughs> I just, maybe you've earned it. It's, it's, it's like, honestly, one of my biggest bugbears. These yeah. like man babies, basically. Yeah, yeah can't have like, a conversation. Can't handle being seen as a bad guy. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but Billy says... You yourself said to me, if the truth serves no other purpose than to cause pain. You don't know how much pain the truth would have spared me here, Billy. And this is our yeah, point, like, yeah. yes, it might be awkward and slightly painful at the time, but it's nowhere near the amount of pain that they will, they gain compound interest on yeah, that pain. Yeah. If you do not tell them yeah. as soon as you start realising yeah, that there's yeah, a problem. Yeah. It just grows yeah. because it's a world of pain compared to... Oh shit, he doesn't actually love me as yeah. much as I thought I did. We're like, not at the same level. Completely. You fucking dicks. And then he's like, I don't understand. And it's like, colour me not shocked. 
know. He says, it's not like you suddenly lost something today that you had yesterday. And I'm like, yes, she did. Yeah. She thought yesterday that she had one of the best relationships there was to have. I mean, why? I don't know. It's silly. But you know what I mean? She was like, I had this great love once. Yeah. And therefore I can have it again. Yeah. She now, had hope. Yeah. And now she's like, well, everything I thought I knew about love is fucking bullshit. Lies. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you bastard for doing that to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. You made her believe in something that wasn't real. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and she basically says, yesterday I believed in something. I'm not ashamed of wanting somebody to love. I've never have been because I had it once and it was everything, but maybe I never really had it, which is this whole thing. Yes. Like you created an illusion, like a yeah. myth around And, and now, now I can't trust my own memories and my own feelings about that time with you. Yeah. Because it's now all coloured by yeah. the truth, basically. Um, and Billy, like, has his voice kind of chokes as he says, yes, you did have it. And Annie kind of tears up and she sobs. And she sort of says, well, it's like you say, it was years ago. She sort of chokes back her sobs and says, yeah, you know, does like... it really matter? And Billy just goes, I wish I'd done things differently. And she just and Annie of... kind of puts her hand up to, like, stop him from talking and she turns away Because there's nothing him. you can say now. And now that so he's given, cl- yeah. the, given the truth, it's like, you can't make this better there's nothing you can say to make this better yeah it, like You've, the damage is done you can't yeah it's it is just shit yeah and so she sobs and she's out the wind looking out the window <laughs> she's out the window, <laughs> out the window. <laughs> i mean i don't blame her uh, no she's sobbing she's gone <laughs> she's staring out the window and she's just like billy i'm fine and then i'm just at the end billy just looks boneheaded like <laughs> brainless idiot Dolt. <laughs> He's, he's awful. Um, so the episode ends with um, it's Lisa. at night. Lisa is singing at the bar, um, and she's singing a slow version of "Fools Fall in Love" by Elvis, which we heard last season. Yeah. Um, and Ali is sat at the bar. This is weird. Ali is sat at the bar listening by herself, but Renee and Elaine are sat at a together. table listening, yeah. and I just thought that was an odd combination. Um, but then as Lisa does her singing, we get a montage ending. So we yes. see Richard and Ling having their date. Um, they're at dinner. Yeah, and, and they actually look like they're having fun together now, which yeah. is really sweet. Yeah, nice. it's cute. I like it. Then we get Georgia in bed on her own doing a cross-stitch. <laughs> Rock and roll, Georgia. <laughs> I do cross-stitch. I do cross-stitch too. Cross-stitch. I do cross-stitch. Billy's at the office hugging his fucking I know! Face. I Go. 
Lisa! <laughs> or something like that. Like, hurrying in to be like, there's a bomb, everyone get out! Like, instead he just all hurries in and is like... He stops, yeah. There's a Lisa. <laughs> he, I didn't know that he hurried in because he was like, well, I can't miss it. And I'm like, but you see her do this all every the time. Yeah, you, were, you were complaining about it, like, just this morning. Yeah. Like... <laughs> went through where she was kind of had her hand on his mouth and right. then Ali like yes yes you're yeah. right yeah 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 I remember yeah, yeah. Um, so and that's it that's and the, that's end, of the, the end of the episode that's the end of fool's night out yeah. let me tell you there were so many fools <laughs> galore up to my elbows and fools <laughs> clunge deep <laughs> there should be some protection for people in employment settings. Employment. <laughs> in, in, in a, in an, I can't speak, in an employment setting, mm. like, yeah, like, you can't. Because you're somewhat under duress. You cannot act as an autonomous actor if you're worried about getting fired. Yeah, if you want to keep your job. And the fact that she's rich doesn't mean that she doesn't want to keep her job. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think that's fair. Thank um, you. Case closed. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I do think, like, it is still a legitimate case and that doesn't mean, therefore, that the nurse... I don't... <sighs> I think she's suing the wrong person. She is suing the wrong person, ultimately. Yeah. Yes. She is, but that doesn't mean she doesn't have a case. No, I'm not saying and that. I, but I'm saying think, this was the case. Yeah, yeah. I think this nurse should, isn't. It liable. was the wrong target. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. And I think, and I'm just like, why do you keep coming back to these lawyers, Ling? Yeah. Like in terms of like, because 
a lawyer, like, surely, like you say, if she's going after the wrong person, her lawyers should be the ones to be like, you have a case, but we need to aim it at, at the right people. Yeah. Because you're aiming it at the wrong person. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And I think, like, that's... And her lawyers are not doing that. No. And I think the fact that she keeps going back to them is more of a... Well, she's only had them as lawyers. She only engaged them once. and they Before. Yeah. And they didn't do a bad job initially. It was just Ali that undermined it. And so maybe she was thinking, well, that won't happen in this case. Because it's not Ali. Um, yeah. It's like once bitten, twice shy. Uh, so twenty bits. Twenty times been a little shy. <laughs> We've just watched the Bros documentary, which I don't think you can get outside of the UK because I don't think many other people were interested. But um, it was on over Christmas and it's still on BBC iPlayer and yeah. it is very hilarious. funny, very funny. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> something that one of them says. <laughs> twenty times bitten, a, a little, little shy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, I think, yeah, I think it's a shame. I think if she then went back to them, which she may well do next episode with another case, I'd be like, Link, girl, <laughs> girl, seriously, yeah, <laughs> honey, but, there are other law. Firms. Yeah, there really are other law firms, and I, yeah, I feel maybe like she's getting mates rates via now. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe. I think like the problem is is that she has a case, and her lawyers are not advising her properly mm. on where to aim the uh, case yeah, yeah exactly yeah verdict of the week <sighs> the jury's back billy billy not guilty 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 yeah guilty fine, yeah. as sin so yeah i one uses his position have you got the same no okay so one uses his position as lawyer to do some very fucking obvious perving Ooh. on young, attractive women in front of his wife, and when she objects to it, gleefully tells her it's evidence, and, like, therefore she's not allowed to get upset about this. Bellin. Two was massively dishonest to Ali about the real reason they broke up, causing fucking years of anguish and questions, which is basically the root of all her neuroses. Yeah. And three, then had the fucking nerve to have a go at Georgia for Ali finding out. I'm just like, you are a real manipulative, he is a piece lying, of work. abusive piece of shit. Yeah. And four... How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Get in the sea! <laughs> I just hate him so much. Do you know who else can get in the sea? Who? Reverend Mark. Oh, okay. Minister Mark, because Minister. he is guilty of, uh, yeah, basically just not owning up to his feelings and ha mm. being a spineless And actually dickhead. lying about them. Yeah, being a spineless dickhead. And as we've discussed throughout this episode, it just causes a... Don't tell me that you just wanted to avoid her pain. Like, was it helpful, her knowing? I'm like, you don't get to make that call. No. The fact that you're um, not... You're withholding information that would potentially... And Billy, obviously, this applies to Billy's uh, situation Two. as well. Yeah. But... The fact that you're withholding information to spare someone pain is a bullshit excuse because, as I say, you earn compound interest on it. It just comes back to snowball into mm. a bigger amount of pain later. And do you feel better for that? Yeah. Like, no. And, like, how else did you think this was going to end? Like, you can't just expect to slip away yeah. and not have any repercussions. Yeah. She needs to know. She's not just going to sit quietly and let you run off into the sunset. Yeah. Like... 
You idiot. And also, like, have these people never heard of being cruel to be kind? Like, that is a thing. Yeah. Like, saying harsh truths that need to be heard in order to save pain Later. in the long run. Yeah. Like, that. that is a real thing. Yeah. And just because and it's, it's just hard. And it's just yeah. spineless. It's just spineless. It's just, like, it's too difficult a conversation and I don't want to do it, actually. It's like So I just won't and I'll life, just live in denial. I live in denial until it gets too much and I literally cannot take it anymore and then I'll just cut and run. It's cruel and... Yeah inhumane yeah so yeah. mark is cancelled mark is cancelled <laughs> um, okay so that's that that is that so i really do hope things start to perk up because i just feel like everything's like annoying me this season i know i'm not saying that i wasn't annoyed last <laughs> season but there felt like more fun bits that i was yeah, like i feel like i feel like the balance the scales the way, are tipped Bad versus good. I feel certainly the way the women are written this season has shifted to a place that is really unpleasant to watch. Yeah. And at the moment, certainly. And, like, yeah, a lot of uh, Billy stuff being a dick and, yeah, just the way Ling and Nell are... I just, yeah, it's making it... Uh, hard to like the people you're watching. The only person I think I'm enjoying watching at the moment is Nell. Yeah, yeah, same here. Like, she's a real joy. <laughs> and I never thought I'd say that, because my memory of her is like, well, she's the cold, bitchy one. Yeah, like, but it's like, no, because... No, she's it, the competent, smart one. <laughs> yeah, exactly, who's actually quite funny and friendly. Like, yeah. and I'm just kind of like, yeah, it was just bad writing, just being like, oh, she's the cold, like... Uh, you're just having everyone tell the audience that she's a cold bitch rather yeah. than actually give us reasons to evidence that she's a cold bitch. Yeah. She's proved to be nothing of the sort. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, it's very... Yeah, it's, it's a weird, weird disconnect that yeah. I don't quite understand. And I, I think it's one of those things where I'm like, is he just, like trying to make a comment on something or is he just bad at writing women like I think he does bad at writing women I'm sad to say but I think it's true yeah Um, but what do you guys think of season 2 so far we're all ears Uh, both of them are uh, are pricked yeah, ready to ready to um, get in contact with us on Twitter <clears throat> at Bygones Podcast, uh, Facebook search for Bygones Podcast, Instagram we are at Bygones Pod, and we can receive email. That's possible. At we Bygones Podcast. can receive electronic mail now. Bygones Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com um, So yeah, so until uh, next time when we'll explore episode four. Yeah, that rhymed. I didn't even expect it to, but it did. Oh, there you go. Until then, Bygones. Bygones.